Together, growing in faith, changing communities. Today, I would like us to reflect on the book of Genesis, chapter 1, from verse 26 to verse 28. If one reads that scriptural passage, one is made to believe that the creation of a human person is a rather different phenomenon. It is something that takes a specific and a very special and a unique element in the whole story of creation. Verse 26 says, God said, let us make a human person in our own image and likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the cattle, and over all the wild animals and all the creatures that crawl on the ground. And just stopping in that verse, I want to go back to say God makes a decision and somehow he consults. The plural that is used there, let us. I mean, God is consulting. One is made to believe that this is an element of a Trinitarian God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Or one could say God is speaking to the angels in heaven. But the most important part for me is that before you and I were created, God sat down and made a consultation. And more profoundly, God thought it through. So you and I are not an afterthought. You and I are not a mistake. You and I are not a by the way. And so it doesn't really matter how we were conceived. It doesn't really matter where our background is. It doesn't really matter what our childhood was all about. It doesn't really matter whether we grew up uh, with single parents or we were orphaned uh, at a very early age of our lives. What matters the most is that we were willed into existence by God. How and when does not necessarily matter. What matters the most is that you and I, we were thought through by God and the hand of God has always been a great part of who we are. We are the masterpiece of what God intended us to be. And also we need to realize that the Lord created us because without us, something will be missing in the world. Something will be missing in your community. Something will be missing in your family. And something will be missing in the universe. So we are the greatest gift to each other. But also we are the greatest gift to God. God so loved us that he was willing to share with the rest of humanity, the gift of who we are. It goes back to what St. Augustine said, that before we were born, we were in the mind of God. It goes to, cor to, to correspond with what Jeremiah says in the book of Jeremiah chapter 1. And when God says, before you were born, I knew you, I consecrated you, I set you apart, I appointed you. So you and I were made by God for a particular purpose 
for a particular reason. You go back to what we call the Pentecatechism in the Catholic Church. It says, who made us? God made us. Why did God make us? To know him, to love him, to serve him, but to live with him forever in heaven. That is the greatest gift that we can ever appreciate about our own lives, about our own selves. And so whatever we are going through in our lives, whatever is happening in your family, in your life, you cannot afford to give up. You cannot quit because our existence, we owe it to God. That's the most powerful thing that I also believe that God has given us. The second aspect, which I think is absolutely powerful, is that we were given dominion. We were given authority. We were given this power. And this is not a self-destructive power. This is the power, as it were, of being co-creators with God. The power that allows us to be the best that we can ever be. The power that allows us to, to recreate that which has been broken down, to build it up, and to manifest the glory of God. But this power is not only for us. This power is meant to be shared. I mean, we go back to the greatest principle. I am because we are. We are because I am. And so this power in a very powerful way should manifest itself in the Ubuntu principles that says I cannot sit and be still if my brother and my sister is not well. The, the, the Ubuntu principle that says, I need to do all that I can so that everybody lives in, in, in the most beautiful, comfortable situation possible that we can do as human beings. So the power, the, the power that God has given us is the power that can change the world. And most people in life are good. And most people in life want to see goodness and where is the best place to start than in our own lives? Let us become the good that we want to see in the world. Let us be the one that bring a positive change. And as Saint Francis said, you know, where there's sadness, let us plant joy. Where there's death, let us bring life. And so that's what we ought to be, to be people that bring about change, people that bring about positive change, and people that want to make People realize how great they have been made by God. And as one goes back and read that beautiful uh, book of Genesis, chapter 1, uh, verse 27, God created man in his image and likeness. Male and female, he created them. And it's the most beautiful thing to actually realize that you are made in an image and likeness of God. That in you, there is God. That people should see God in, in you. That people should glorify the God that lives in you. And what is the most powerful thing than to appreciate that I am more than just the physical body. I am more than just the physical aspect of my, my, my life. I, I am God incarnate in a human person. I manifest the glory of God in my life. And God in verse 28 says something absolutely beautiful. God blessed them. And he said, be fertile, multiply, fill the earth. 
And these are powerful verbs. He blessed them. You know, that's a beautiful word in, 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 in Latin, it, it, benediction, you know, benedicere, to speak well. And that's what we need to go back in life, to celebrate life and to be people that bring life to other people, to speak well of other people, to speak well of ourselves and to bring that element of blessing. Let us become the blessing to people that we meet. Let us become the blessing in situations we live under. Let's become blessing at work. There's nothing as powerful and as beautiful than surrounding yourself with people who are filled with blessings, with people who are filled with God's presence. Because blessings, once we receive them, they just go out and they, they, they allow other people to grow. They allow other people to manifest the greatness that lies within them. Blessings are meant to liberate us from everything that seems to stifle our spirits. And so the best thing that the Lord has ever given us was to, to receive the blessing. But above all, we are blessed in order to become a blessing to others. We are blessed in order to bring about positive change in the world. And the Lord says, be fertile, multiply the, 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 the earth and fill it. Everything that we do should, should multiply in goodness. And so we, we look into our own lives, we look into our own families, and we say, what is it that I can do differently? What is it that I can do to help? And one of the most beautiful things that I learned in life is that our, our, our vision in life, our intention in life, our purpose in life is to help other people. And if we cannot help them, would we at least not hurt them? And that's what I want to say today. We are a blessing from God. Let's go and be a blessing to our brothers and sisters. Thank you. God bless.